I am fully persuaded that there is no reason we should be deceived by human beings. All we have to do is pay attention when we're with that human being to what he says. Some people want to hear only good things, and some people want to hear only evil things. I don't want to judge the person before I hear what he says. I want to accept the person in good faith the first time I'm with him. But I pay attention to what he speaks, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh, says Jesus. Matthew 12. You will know the person by that which comes out of his mouth if you will approach the situation without prejudice one way or another. If you will simply let God show you. I have recently gone to a new eye doctor. And as I was with that eye doctor, he began talking. And it was just amazing to me because as he did various things at his desk, he was talking to me, and he three times mentioned cocktail parties and drinking. And he even said once, at 4.30 every day here, we have a cocktail party. And I responded to him simply by saying, well, I've tasted various types of alcohol, but I just don't like the taste of alcohol. I've never found anything I actually liked. But even after I said that to him, he would mention cocktails and cocktail parties and drinking. Three times he mentioned that during the period of time of my last eye exam. I don't know if I'm going to go back to this doctor or not. I'm certainly warned by God about him, about his personal life. And another thing he mentioned was money. I've had eye surgery, removing cataracts. And he said, boy, those eye surgeons, they just sit there and rake in that money. Now, see, that shows his heart. It shows where this doctor's heart is. God will just pull these things out of them when we're around them. And all we have to do is listen and pay attention. An exterminator came one time to do some work at our house. There had been mice show up in one room. And that exterminator immediately identified himself as a Christian. And as he continued to put stuff down to treat the problem with the mice, he said to me, you can always pray that the mice will go to the house of a neighbor that you hate. I was shocked. And I said, I don't hate any of my neighbors. So he said no more about that. But later, as he was treating for the mice situation, he said to me, I go out every summer and minister with one of my friends 
we go out for two weeks and visit different places and minister. And I said to him, uh, stop just a minute. He wanted to tell me the places he went to. And I said, how did God show you to do this ministry work? He was just speechless. He couldn't even begin to tell me how God showed him to do this. In Matthew chapter 7, 21 through 23, Jesus said, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. How did God show you to do this ministry? How did he show you? How do you know that's God's will for you? See, he couldn't answer that. Many will come to me in that day saying, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils? And in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. They did all these things, but not authored by Jesus or God. They were of their own heart, but they weren't authored by God, and they would be ordered away from Jesus in the day of judgment. It's a very serious matter to go out there and think you're doing a work of God unless God has fully shown you to do that work. He couldn't tell me. He continued to, so to speak, want to chat with me, and I shared with him, but it got harder and harder. And as he left, he said to me, Will you have a nice day? And I said, You go to hell. And he woke up with those words and said no more. That stopped him. That spirit in him was an evil spirit, an unclean spirit. Here is another example. If you will just listen to what they say, you will know them by their fruits. Shortly after we purchased a new car, we had some problems with that car and had to take it back to the dealer for modifications. One of Pam's neighbors learned about this, and she said, You should make that dealer give you another car. I knew God was warning me about this woman. This woman will be a carrier of trouble and stir up trouble. I told that to Pam. And Pam was standing there when, she, when the woman said these words. But Pam was blocked by something. This woman likes animals and does, I believe, does dog grooming. And Pam was very much influenced by this woman because of the animals and Pam just didn't have a mind to hear but after I told her this she remembered it and she said oh I'm so glad you told me that because she said I was so influenced by her love of animals that I let it lead me the wrong way well see God warns us about these people we're not blind to them. 
Now, don't try to look for evil. I never try to see evil in a person. But if evil is there, I see it. Or God will open my eyes to see it if I miss it. But there's absolutely no way they can deceive us if we keep a sound mind as we're talking with them. If we get swept away by some fleshly thing like animals or if we get put on some kind of thing where we're wanting to approve everybody and we're ignoring all of their words that show evil, then we can be deceived. But we shouldn't be deceived. And in the end time, where we're living right now, deception is rampant. They will deceive you if you allow it. That's why Jesus warned us, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. There's nothing hidden that will not be revealed, that will not be made known to you. But you have to pay attention. I have to pay attention. We have to be willing to see the truth. The truth's going to come from their own mouth. Sometimes we say something that we're, we're horrified we said that. Now, not when God's leading us, but I mean sometimes evil has gotten into our heart. We picked up some kind of evil saying of this world that seems wise, but is only of this world. People love to say things like, the only thing that's sure is death and taxes. Well, that's not right. According to the Bible, there are some that will not die. First Thessalonians chapter 4 tells us that. See, they take in some type of cute-sounding saying of this world. Therefore, Paul says to us, be not conformed to this world and what they think, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. But sometimes we take in things, and it sounds right, but we're just wanting to be clever and exalt ourselves. And we do evil. Well, what do you do when you do that? Well, you turn to God, and you say things like David said, Psalm 51, verse 10, Please, God, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me and forgive me for the pride that I spoke with. I've many times prayed that. It rises up sometimes. It comes into our heart, rises up out of our mouth, and I know to repent. So it doesn't frighten me. If I say something wrong, I can repent from it. I'm not guarded in the sense of withholding things. I speak from my heart. And if I recognize that I've spoken something that is evil, then I can repent. But what I said to that man that was the exterminator, I don't believe that was evil. I believe I was speaking to an evil spirit that dwelt in that man when I said, you go to hell, for that's where he belongs. 
unclean spirits live inside of human beings and speak to us. And sometimes we just simply cast them out. Sometimes I have been around a church person who grieved me. In Matthew chapter 7, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go therein. Because straight is the gate and narrow is the way, which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruit. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Can you go up to a bush that's got thorns all over it and gather grapes from it? No, because it's not a tree where you can eat the fruit from it. It's got thorns and thistles. Well, very often there are people that grieve us. Church people, church-going people who grieve us. Something's wrong. You shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. So if they do something that's always troubling you, there's evil there. This may be a warning to you to stay away from that person. It may be a warning to you to correct the person once God shows you what's wrong. And then you might have to stay away from the person. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits, ye shall know them. That which comes out of their mouth will be revealing to you. You'll either rejoice from it, or you'll be grieved. And they can say the right words, and you'll still be grieved, because it'll be the wrong spirit that's speaking the right words. So start noticing this. Start praying, God, what should I do concerning this person? Be very careful. Pay attention. For by that which they say, you'll know their heart, whether it's good or whether it's evil. But never look for evil. It'll be revealed by God through the mouth of that person. For God will cause them to speak evil when evil is in them so that you who are of God can be warned about this person. Look at Matthew chapter 12 starting at verse 33. Jesus says, Either make the tree good and his fruit good or else make the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt. For the tree is known by his fruit. 
Then Jesus said, O generation of vipers, how can ye, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. A good man, out of the good treasure of the heart, bringeth forth good things. And an evil man, out of the evil treasure, bringeth forth evil things. Now what is good treasure? Jesus said, lay not up for yourself the treasure that men can break through and steal. But lay up good treasure. What is good treasure? Personally, I believe good treasure are scriptures, are the word of God, are doing the word of God. I believe every time God gives us a word of God and we do it in our own life, that we lay up treasure in heaven. Now, most people are not trying to lay up treasure in heaven. I don't think there are very many church people who are trying to lay up treasure in heaven. They want to read about God, but as far as doing the word of God, that's something entirely different. James 1.22 But be ye doers of the word of God, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For you can hear the word of God and deceive yourself into thinking that you are righteous and religious when you don't do the word of God. But it's the ones who do the word of God that are blessed. So either make the tree good and his fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt, for the tree is known by his fruit. Then Jesus said, O generation of vipers, how can ye, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. One time I attended Word of Faith outside Dallas, Texas. The first time I ever met our Bible class teacher, he began talking to me about Cosmopolitan magazine and something in Cosmopolitan. And I was shocked. I just was, I've never read Cosmopolitan magazine in my life. And he was trying to approach me and connect with me by talking about some article in Cosmo. And I just stood and stared at him. I couldn't relate to him at all. But I was such a young Christian and so naive at that time. I thought everybody in the churches were good. I didn't expect any evil to come from anyone. I attended his church class for probably five years. And later, I learned that he was, he was committing fornication. He was going to bars and picking up women and having sex with them. And when I learned this, I confronted him. And at first, he tried to be evasive with me. And then I point blank said, Are you having sexual intercourse with this woman? And he said, Of course. But if I'd paid attention 
when I first met him, and he first began trying to talk to me about Cosmopolitan magazine, I think I would have known him. Here at the end days, we really need to pay attention. We don't look for the evil. We just listen to what they say, and if they speak evil, recognize they're speaking evil. And turn to God to find out what to do about that person. Or if the Spirit instantly leads you, tell them. Whatever the Spirit leads you to tell them. You shouldn't be deceived by them. We don't even have time to be deceived by them today. We must keep our eyes open. Wise as serpents, but harmless as doves. So Jesus says, A good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. And I have found that spirit that is an unclean spirit in them loves to talk to me and tell me what it's doing. It really loves to flaunt itself in front of spiritual people. Then Jesus says in verse 36, 37, But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. Thank you for allowing me to share with you today.